Are you ready to connect? This is the Empower Connection Podcast, where we empower our listeners to connect more fully to themselves, to each other, and to something greater. We do this with the help of myself and special guests, including healers, coaches, artists, seekers, and those on a healing journey of self-growth. Welcome. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Empowered Connection podcast. This is Damodar Cordua, your host and relationship coach and counselor, life coach, yoga teacher, and yoga wisdom teacher. Thanks so much for being here. I have some bad allergies here in the Tucson area, so I apologize for any sniffles, any sneezes, any stuffiness that might come through on the podcast episode today. But I do have to say that my wife, who is an herbalist, some of you out there who are listening might know her and know her work. She has given me quite a great regimen that helps me manage my allergies for the season. And if you're interested, if you're going through allergies, usually this happens in the spring, but in Tucson and Arizona happens in the spring and the fall. If you're going through some allergies, if you're going through some uh, difficulty in your body, in your mind, uh, we have a whole full herbal apothecary healing remedies line called Baba Wellness. I'll put a link in the show notes if you want to look more into what we offer. And she handcrafts tinctures, teas, salves, all natural skincare, incense, and so much more that are all natural ways for you to heal the body and the mind and connect deeper to who you are in a sustainable, all organic way. Actually, the link in the show notes will also include a 20% off all of our herbal products. So check them out. I know I'm checking them out quite a bit using the allergy tincture and the allergy tea right now in my journey. And and nausea oil, which is an Ayurvedic remedy, so helpful for allergies and, and so much more. So check out the show notes and learn more about our healing herbal remedy line. Today's going to be a solo podcast episode. We're diving into shadow work, something I've been studying recently and something that I offer my clients shadow work. What is it? Have you ever heard of it? Shadow work. It sounds mysterious, doesn't it? Sounds edgy, tantalizing. But what is what is shadow work exactly? Our shadow is the place within each of us. So we all have a shadow that contains what we don't know because it's in shadow. It's not illuminated. What we don't like, what we deny about ourselves. And this is called our shadow, not because it's like a space that's quote unquote, bad or evil necessarily, but because those areas of ourself are not illuminated, they're in the shadows and we don't see them. They're not in the forefront of our consciousness. We can't sort of see them clearly, but just like our shadow in the physical world, in the physical sense, our inner emotional shadow follows us wherever we go. And it, it really operates us in many ways, whether we are aware of it or not. So someone on a self-growth path, if you're listening to the show, you're looking to develop more tools in your own awareness, your own relationship awareness and potential. Shadow work is, I would say, a necessity to always be moving into looking deeper into who we are. In fact, in Sanskrit, there is a prayer. Om Ajnana Timarandasya Gananjana Salakaya Shakshor Umilitamyena Tazmai Shri Gurave Namaha, which asks of us actually to have the torchlight of knowledge given to us by a teacher through wisdom traditions passed on to us so that we can see with more clarity in this world, right? So that we can look into ourselves. 
So this is what we're asked to do in a self-growth frame in this container that I'm talking about is to find some illumination, take the time and look into these corners and see what might be in the shadows. And your source of illumination could be a spiritual tradition. It could be your therapy or coaching that you're receiving. It could be some of the books about inner growth, self-growth and self-wisdom that you're reading. Uh, it could be so much more. It could be taking the time to, to book a call with me and go a little bit deeper into the corners of yourself. So our shadow holds within it our unattended, yet to be illuminated patterns and conditioning, the kind of programmed ways that we act, think, feel, and choose without consciously knowing why. We all have this if we take a step and look at it. it, it sometimes it can be overwhelming. We start to see how many things are in that shadow operating us without us realizing it. It also contains what we have disowned, pushed aside or rejected in ourselves. So the shadow area, again, it's not necessarily bad things, right? There could be parts of us that are great, that are powerful, that are big, that are beautiful, that we don't want to see consciously or unconsciously. Whatever in us that we don't recognize that we might even insist that's not me is our shadow. This is what is in us and definitely acting upon us that we are out of touch with we're keeping out of sight and often this has roots in our unhealed wounding common parts of ourself that we'll find in our shadow are our fears various emotions definitely anger is a big one anxiety is another big one shame guilt empathy are our unwillingness to be empathetic to ourselves or to others our intentions that have been compromised, resistance, resisting the world around us, resisting externals, our inner child, our relational blueprint, our inner saboteur. A lot of us have this. I know I have an inner sabotager who wants to sabotage my life. <laughs> and then non-sexual needs and patterns that drive our sexual impulse. So sex is such a, a subtle energy and such a big topic. For so many of us, our sexual activity and desire is ruled by shadow parts of ourself that actually might not even have to do literally with um, consensual lovemaking per se, but are lived out through the sexual act. Grief. And as I alluded to before, our power, our bigness, our beauty, our potential could be in the shadows. Some of the ennobling, noble, grand qualities that we've been taught or told or learned in ourselves to suppress. One of the quickest ways to get a sense of what our shadow contains within it is to identify something about ourselves that we don't like and that we try to push aside. Perhaps a quality we wish we didn't have or one that we somehow try to ignore um, as much as we can. We may only see this quality as it presents in our behavior and personality superficially on the surface, such as anger, and out of proportion anxiety to a situation, insecurity, or other emotions. Not realizing that this seems seemingly like innocuous behavior of ours, so maybe some personality trait, might be a hint at something larger within us that is in the dark and is unseen, is not being heard. So shadow work is so important because it allows us to realize that there may be more to this un, quote unquote unliked part of who we are, this repressed part of who we are or this unmanifested quality that we are not consciously aware of. There might be more there to explore. And what shadow work does as we start to move into it is it gives us resource like a light 
like I said in that prayer in Sanskrit, like the torchlight of some hopeful knowledge or wisdom or perspective. So we can take a deeper look inside and feel more open and receptive to exploring the behavior's origins. So usually with shadow work, when we don't do it, we continue to keep these parts of ourselves entrenched in the shadow because we're afraid to put some light in that direction, or we just, you know, don't want, we're not even conscious enough to deal with it. But once we can slowly and safely put some light in the direction of these shadows, the next step is to become curious. What's going on here? Not judgmental, not fearful. Fear will definitely come up though, but okay, let me explore here. Let me go spelunking, right? Is I think that's what they do in caves and take a look at this interesting landscape. There's, there could be some beautiful stalactites and stalagmites, if you get the analogy. There could be some interesting creatures down here. Let's take a look. And with that, we create more possibility to witness a fuller sense of ourself. So this is a self-growth podcast. And in self-growth, it's also the idea of really self-realization. Like, let's take some time and really see who the heck are we. So this allows us to see this and hopefully integrate our shadow into our life in a way that is conscious, empowering, and life-giving. Our shadow isn't meant to be seen and then closed back up in the darkness. That's one extreme because we're like, that's too much as a Pandora's box. I'm not going there. This is why doing shadow work in a slow, sustainable, supported way, like having a professional to facilitate is very helpful. And at the same time, our shadow isn't meant to be like unleashed to run amok and overwhelm our lives. And that's probably the fear of why we keep it in the shadow, because a part of us is saying, well, if I look at this, I don't know how I'm going to deal with it. It's going to overwhelm me. It's going to take me over. But what it's meant to do, the space in between those extremes, is to slowly, compassionately be witnessed with assistance and help and guides, and then be integrated into our life so that we can live from a deeper, holistic sense of who we are in a way that empowers us not enslaves or compromises us. So it's to start to dip our pinky toes in. And the idea is that this shadow stuff, if it seems like it could be something that could compromise who we are when we look at it, is to learn to integrate it so we take the energy of the shadow and bring it into our life in a way that allows us to live in our intention and integrity. So this, speaking of dipping our toes in, this podcast is a short one. It's just, we're kind of dipping our toes in. So if you want to go deeper, reach out for your first free coaching session with me or reach out to some of your own um, healers and coaches and therapists that are in your network. But to dip our toes in, one exercise for bringing your shadow to the surface, I'm going to share with you. So this is sort of your empowered connection practice tool in media race, which means in the middle of the action in Latin, we're just going to go right into it through the podcast. Okay. So finish this incomplete sentence. So you can take a, a notebook out, take a journal out, and you're going to finish this sentence for yourself. And this will give you some clues as to where some of your shadow work going forward might lie. Okay, here we go. Something in me, I often feel aversion to is dot, dot, dot. Remember you're finishing the sentence. The emotion I am least comfortable expressing is dot, dot, dot. What I have a hard time admitting in an argument or disagreement or conflict is dot, dot, dot. What I'm most hesitant to express in a relationship is dot, dot, dot. And these are confronting questions as, as you're noticing. They're, they go deep. What I least want others to know about me is dot, dot, dot. Dang, it's a big one. 
That's a big question right there. I don't like admitting that I am dot, dot, dot. You fill in that blank. When I feel shame, what I usually do is dot, dot, dot. What I most readily judge others for is dot, dot, dot. I tend to give away my power when dot, dot, dot. Okay, so take some time. You can re-listen to this and fill out the end of that sentence for each one. And you will have some clues into some work that you're being asked to step into, to put some light on that shadowy part of yourself. So this is just a start in the process of revealing the tip of the iceberg. And it's meant to begin not with self-judgment, which could be easy when we're answering these questions, they can be confronting. So we might get into shame, guilt, self-judgment, self-criticism. But I'm going to emphasize that you develop or exercise your own practice that you already have of self-love, self-acceptance, curiosity, openness, as you move into this shadow work, into finishing these statements. This is not something to solve about yourself, but it's a path of ongoing discovery, of ongoing illumination, bit by bit, day by day. Like if you were a deep sea diver, you learn to go so far deep, right? As you start off your scuba diving lessons, and then you go a little bit deeper and you go a little bit deeper and you explore a little bit more and you explore a little bit more. And what you see in that deep sea diving in this analogy are things that are terrifying, wondrous, beautiful, great, grand, horrible, challenging, fear-inducing. All those emotions will be part of the shadow work journey. And I know the, the journey of shadow work and the self-discovery that comes with it cannot just be one that is intellectual. And this is true with all healing practices. In healing work, some of us can very easily understand aspects of ourself. I'm, I'm one of these people. I have the ability. Oh yeah, I get that. I get that. I read the book and I get it. But for some reason, we still can't gain the deeper embodied awareness to shift the pattern. So that necessitates not just intellectual understanding in this process, but emotional awareness and intelligence, somatic, which means embodied in, in the body and the nervous system awareness, and then spiritual awareness and intelligence with the shadow. One way that the author Robert Masters, who talks about shadow work a lot, invites us to start creating that relationship with our shadow is by personifying the particular part of ourself and imagining it as a guest we've invited into our own living room to connect with and get to know more. Even if the guest is a bit unruly or difficult, it is a guest nonetheless right here in front of us, sipping tea, taking a seat. This guest might be our anger, our shame, our fear, a part of our body or our whole body or an idea of our body, our aversion to a certain person or, or group, our politics, our inability to take responsibility in an area of our life or whatever we keep trying to keep out of sight. Personally, I share with my clients a meditation and therapeutic practice called parts work. And this comes from the internal family systems model developed by Richard or Dick Schwartz. And this is a process that allows the client, that allows myself, I practice it in my own life, to be with a part of ourselves and to learn to love it, to heal it, and to repurpose its shadow energy, or it's called the protector energy into something that is in integrity with how we want to live life. So it's taking ourself and being with a part of ourself and almost like that part of ourself is a, a wounded part of ourself, holding space for that part, asking that part what it needs and starting to reparent or love and heal that part 
and then take some of the protector energy, which is the shadow and reintegrate it in a way that's life affirming and productive. I might do a podcast on this process on parts work, the internal family systems model. So stay tuned for that. Regardless, if you move into this work, take your time navigating the shadow and enlist a coach therapist, counselor, or other professional to guide you in the process. Because I want to emphasize is that we want this to be safe, sustainable, and empowering. We don't want our shadow work to be a, a, a situation where we get lost in a cave, right? Or we're lost in a dark forest and we can't get out. So it's real important to take this slow, to work with a professional that can guide you and that can give you parameters and accountability and boundaries. So if you'd like to go deeper in to this area of your own life, if you're looking to get more resource for your own ability to see the corners of yourself, see into these shadows in a way that can be helpful, that can be empowering, that can give you more potential in your life, reach out for your first free coaching session, or just dive in and sign up for a coaching journey. We can work together one-on-one -on -one and we'll move through tools, perspectives, homework, guidance, active and reflective listening in ways that I can create a container within which you can sustainably look deeper into yourself. And with that resource, resurrect your highest potential. Having said that, thank you so much for listening today and taking a few moments out of your day to step a little bit deeper into your ability to connect to yourself, to connect to others, and to connect to something grander, something deeper 